you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. NFL Total Access is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. It's Friday, May 12th, and you are listening to NFL Total Access, the podcast. That is the voice of today's special guest. One hell of a read on that line. Thank you so much. If you look her profile page up on NFL.com, it says that she, quote, serves a multi-platform role across NFL Network, NFL.com, and the NFL app, which I believe is just an unartful way of saying that she is ubiquitous and utterly indispensable. She is our special guest today. She is Bridget Condon. Welcome back to the pod, Bridge. Thanks for having me. Third time, getting a little more comfortable with that read. You know, have me on a fourth time. See where we'll go with it. The dulcet tones of Bridget Condon. I'm your host, NFL Network senior writer, Andrew Levy. And on today's show, we're going to give some game picks away. Week by week, win by win, and yes, loss by loss for the Eagles and the Chiefs. And look, if you're not the type of person that goes for the crystal ball, fortune-telling, see-the-future, spoiler-alert kind of stuff, well, then this may not be the show for you. We are also going to get Bridget to tell us the five games that she would most like to cover in the NFL this year, of course, on the heels of yesterday's schedule release 23. She will also identify a quarterback matchup on that 2023 schedule that she says is a game you simply cannot miss. But first, news in Washington, D.C. that the sale of the Washington Commanders is official. For more on that, let's kick it over to the TA set. NFL Network insider Ian Rappaport joins us now. Ian, what's the latest on the sale of the Commanders? We got a lot of news. Josh Harris does, in fact, have a firm, finalized, sealed, and signed agreement with owner Dan Snyder to be the new owner of the Washington Commanders, the day that Commanders fans have been waiting for forever, seemingly forever, through lawsuits, through embarrassments, through plenty of losses, although as of late, certainly on the field, it's been better. It is all now over. Josh Harris, who also owns the Devils, also owns the 76ers, part of a group, has a couple limited partners, including Magic Johnson, including Mitch Rails. He is going to be the new owner of the Washington Commanders. It's a really cool story. He's a hometown kid. He's from Chevy Chase, Maryland. He now gets to be the owner of the team he grew up rooting for. The next step is formal approval. That could potentially, we'll see, come in May. Either way, there's going to be an update at the league meeting in May. If not in May, it should be coming in the coming months. But this now is a matter of when and not if, as he said, as he said in the statement, he is looking forward to running a world-class organization. Yeah, Ian, a couple weeks ago, you were telling us about this news. You said there were still some hurdles and things that needed to take place. And now we got the update. Any other news Weird. that's coming out, I know you will have us covered on that here on NFL Total Access. From the file marks, consider yourself warned. It's time to pick a couple of schedules, and not just for any NFL teams. We're talking the defending conference champions from 2022, starting with the NFC champ, the Philadelphia Eagles, or as Merrill Reese would say, the Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> I love that. Eagles fans, though, may not love this. We're going game by game, win by win, and yes, loss by loss, as I promised, and one of those losses 
for the Eagles is coming a lot faster than any E-A-G-L-E-S Eagles fan would ever have predicted. Rodney McLeod, take it away. So, I know a lot of people are going to be surprised by this one, but I had the Eagles starting off with a loss. They're going down to Gillette Stadium. Tom Brady's coming back, right? We spent a lot of time on the Eagles this this offseason. I think they have a lot of new pieces. They're going on the road with this bunch. It's going to be difficult to win. And I like Belichick having enough time to be able to game plan for this offense. But I think they pick back up, and they start to get on a little winning streak here. That winning streak starts in week two and ends in week five after wins over the Vikings, the Buccaneers, the Commanders, and the Rams, leaving the Eagles four and one after five games. But up in New York, I remember, quite frankly, 2021, we struggled versus the Jets, but they didn't have one man. That's Aaron Rodgers, and I feel like he's going to make a difference, right? All right, so then they pick it up here. Three straight wins follow in weeks seven, eight, and nine. That's against the Dolphins, the Commanders again, and the Cowboys. Before a third loss of the season in Kansas City against the Chiefs. Rodney McLeod showing a ton of faith in this Eagles team with wins over the Bills, he says, and the Niners, he says, in weeks 12 and 13, before a divisional loss to the Cowboys at AT AT&T Stadium in week 14. But I like the Eagles picking up ahead of steam as they go into the playoffs. They own New York. You know how it goes. <laughs> that head of steam, according to Rodney McLeod, comes in the form of four straight wins to close the regular season over the Seahawks, the Giants, the Cardinals, and then another dub over the Giants to close out the regular season. The Eagles get no favors from schedule makers. They are the keepers of the toughest schedule in the NFL. Now, that is in terms of strength of schedule, and that, of course, is based on opponents' win percentage from last season, not factoring in the vagaries of yesterday's schedule release. The Eagles do, however, have a Week 10 bye, and that tends to help. Seven of the last 10 Super Bowl winners have had their bye weeks in Weeks 10 or later. Okay, that's the NFC champs. Let's turn now to the AFC champ, also known as the Super Bowl champ. The Chiefs are champions of Super Bowl 57. 17 regular season games, one new season goal. Run it back. Brian Baldinger has a hot mic and a hot take. How will the defense of the crown go down? Well, I like Patrick Mahomes to win the division again for the eighth straight year in a row, but I think I see a loss. Week four, Sunday night football. MetLife Stadium against the Jets. Sauce Gardner, defensive rookie of the year. That defense, I think, will be up to the task. That's that's the first loss I see. And then you know that the Denver Broncos have never beaten Patrick Mahomes, ever. But I think with Sean Payton at home, I can see them slipping up there for the first time at Mile High Stadium. Then, you know, they lost to Buffalo at home a year ago. I think week 14 right now. They'll lose to Buffalo at home in that game. That's a pitfall. Buffalo knows how to go into Arrowhead and win. And then, look, week 18 against the Chargers, I think Andy Reid is sitting as starters. Like, I think they've got the division, maybe the number one seed clinched. And so, I give the Chargers a win. They they always play the Chiefs tough. But if they're sitting some starters getting ready for the postseason, that might be their fourth loss of the year. But not many. 
They win the division again. That would be the eighth straight AFC West division title for the Kansas City Chiefs. Pretty damn impressive. In summation, Baldy sees the defending champions with a very impressive encore. A final regular season record of 13 and 4. Those losses, week 4 to the Jets, week 8 against the Broncos in mile high, week 14 against the Bills, and a final sit-your-starters loss in week 18 against the Chargers. For that complete Chiefs schedule and the schedule for every other NFL team for that matter, make sure to go check out NFL.com. Okay, Bridget Condon, I'm so sorry to keep you waiting. Thank you for your patience. Now, we have heard what Baldy and Rodney have said about how they see Eagles' fortunes and Chiefs' fortunes playing out this season, at least in the regular season. Are these two teams still the teams to beat in their respective conferences? I would have to agree, but the one uh, definitely all in on the Eagles being just as good, if not better, than they were last year. The Chiefs concern me losing Orlando Brown Jr. to your biggest rival, the Bengals. Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes always play each other so tight. So having, you know, they have two new offensive uh, tackles. How is that going to work? They're going to be put to the test. Still don't think you can bet against Patrick Mahomes. Also think that AFC East is going to be very competitive. Whoever comes out of that division, I think, is going to be a tough team to beat in the conference. Yes. Uh, but, you know, you're always going to talk about as long as— Are the Bills as... still the team to beat in that AFC East? I don't think so. You don't? No. You think, do you think it's the Jets? Have the Jets gone from 7-10 <sighs> and 10 to being the team to beat in the AFC East? I got to— uh, Look, I'm making a lot of speculation. I haven't of even course, seen Aaron Rodgers at, at OTAs or anything. I would like to say yes, just because of what their rookies did last year. Now another year in the in the league can only take you from here to here. You can't see me, but I'm raising my hand. Yes, she um, is. But, you know, when Patrick Mahomes, as long as he is still on the Chiefs, as long as Jalen Hurts is still on the Eagles, you can't bet against those two teams. And the Eagles' defense, I think it only got better with the draft. Okay, the one thing I would caution listeners to keep in mind, because I agree with you, Bridget, however, losing both coordinators, both offensive coordinator and defensive mm. coordinator to head coaching jobs elsewhere in the NFL, that is something that we don't often yeah. see from teams. Yeah. And I'll be very curious to see if chemistry, if flow, if scheme, if communication is an issue uh, that they can deal with and solve and figure out before the beginning of the season, or if that's something that we see play out at the beginning of the season. Look, Rodney McLeod sees the Eagles take an L in week one. That's pretty quick, but maybe that's exactly what they need. Yeah. Get get knocked down, get back up, get in the fight. We'll see how this plays out. Now, you mentioned the Jets as being potentially the team to beat without yeah. having seen Aaron Rodgers on the field yet. Fair enough. Uh, let's look at what schedule makers did to New York. Is it just possible that the city of New York, or more specifically, Florham Park, New Jersey, and East Rutherford, New Jersey, have done something to upset NFL schedule makers? Look at how the Jets start their season against the Bills, game two on a short week against the Cowboys, game three against the division rival, the hated division rival Patriots, game four against Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, game five on the road at mile high to take on a Broncos team that surely is going to feel better about themselves. Russell Wilson will surely feel better about himself with Sean Payton now pulling the strings. And then week six against the Eagles, they finally get a bye in week seven, but Bridget, that is a really, really hard way to start a season for a team that was hoping to sort of like re announce, re declare their intentions uh, in that AFC East. Wow. 
I love it. You Concrete do. jungle, where dreams are made of, baby. <laughs> Look, the Jets have wanted to be relevant for how long? A long time. This is it. This is exactly what you want. You want the bright lights, all eyes on me. Well, you've got it. So go out there and prove to people why you're worth watching and why you shouldn't be flexed out of these games later in the season. Because, look, Aaron Rodgers, you're putting all of your eggs in one basket. You better have a good plan. And seeing him out there, what was it, last week or whatever, throwing with you know some of his receivers says to me, he is ready. He is ready to put everything in and make this his last final exclamation point before retirement. This is what we want to see. And if you're the Jets, you got to be excited. You're an NFL player. You love the spotlight. Live up to it. Here's your chance to prove to everybody, yeah, we have a tough schedule, but we are a tough team. And everybody else should be afraid to play us. I love that. That's I my love pitch. That. No, no, no. I think that's a great pitch. You know what? I'm buying it because – you look at this schedule and on paper it looks worrisome and it certainly isn't doing Aaron Rodgers any favors on paper but what you're saying is absolutely right this is what you wanted you wanted relevance you're in the big city well damn it prove it prove yeah. it right away against some of the best teams in the NFL now one of those games of course is a Chiefs Jets game that you're going to talk about here in a mm -hmm. moment because you have a a special eye for a special reason on that game. But you referenced the video that we saw that came out of Forum Park last week. Is there a more confident, cocksure purveyor of the dark arts of quarterbacking than Aaron Rodgers' release? It's honestly, you look at the man's face. I love watching him do what he does. He loves it. He yeah. loves it. I remember I was in Green Bay for training camp last before last season, and I was talking with some of their rookie receivers, and you know, I forget, I forget who it was that told me. I'm blanking on it right now. But it was he was, Dobbs, maybe, or Watson. No, or yes, guys. Watson. It was Watson, Watson because, he, you know, he had that injury. And so I was talking about, like, the chemistry with Aaron Rodgers. And he was like, honestly, he makes it so easy. You just have to run your route, and the ball is going to find you. And that's what Aaron Rodgers does. And so building this chemistry with already great receivers in New York, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Okay, so uh, translation. Bridget Condon says, Jets fans, do not despair. Look at this as an opportunity. In fact, look at it as the opportunity that you asked for, damn it. You got it. <laughs> Careful what you wish for. Here it is. Make it count. Now let's go over to the other side of MetLife, the blue, the red, and the white of the New York Giants. Now again, G-Men, man, they got handed a very difficult schedule. Now with Jets, it's the first six games that really stand out. For the Giants, it's the first 10. They are on the road for seven of those 10 mm -hmm. games, which is the first time we have seen that since the bye week was added back in 1990. This is in many ways, certainly again on paper only, full disclosure, maybe the toughest beginning of a schedule in the NFL history uh, what should Giants fans take from this? Are you going to give them a message also like you did to the Jets fans well, look, to not despair? You're paying Daniel Jones, you know, a new contract at the beginning of this offseason. You're telling me that you believe in him. He is your guy. So, again, same thing. Step up. This, you know, <laughs> I love it. The I way love it. the way that you put it, where they're on the road for so much. You know what that says to me, though. You get to be at home yes. when you're hurt, Backside when you're of your, feeling yes. sore, and you've been on the road. You just want your family. You want your own bed. You want a home cooked meal. <laughs> That's when things get really tough. December, January, hopefully in February, and you are getting to spend that time in your own facility. That is making a huge difference with your own treatment even, in your own training room. That, you know, I don't think we talk about how much being on the road late in the season can affect a team. 
So to me, it's like, get through this. This is the thing that's challenging with this. It's make or break. You can't just kind of go through the first, this little stretch here, lose all these games and expect to be in the Super Bowl. You know, you got to hope that somehow you split, if not win more, and then get back on track when you're at home. But it's a great test. And I think if I'm a player, I would rather that early on when we're all healthy and feeling good. I love this. Bridget no Condon. negativity this no, Friday listen, for me. Bridget Condon has no room for despairing fans right now. Certainly not despairing. Well, stop complaining. This is the NFL. In New York, it is the NFL, um, and she is seeing this for both the Jets and the Giants as an opportunity. Her message to you all: suck it up, deal with it, <laughs> win early when you are healthy. I think that's a very good point, Bridget. I really do. I think that's a very good point. The toughest part of your schedule is early. Well, good. Good, we can catch teams unaware. And as you said, you paid Danny Dimes a lot more than dimes. It's time for that young man to prove it. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. You are listening to NFL Total Access, the podcast. I'm your host, NFL Network senior writer Andrew Levy. With me today, Bridget Condon, the indispensable, ubiquitous Bridget Condon. And the next topic is a segment I'm calling Take Him to the Bridge. Can I get some James Brown-esque music here, please? I was hoping we could do better than that, but here we go. The bridge in this construct, Bridget Condon, uh, we have questions that we are taking to mm -hmm. her, to the bridge Bridget, am I taking liberties here? Is Bridge a comfortable, like familiar this. nickname? The, yeah, the words hearing that make you furious with rage. Okay, here's the thing with nicknames. If I like you, it doesn't bother me. Okay. If you're a random stranger or someone who's pissed me off, don't call me Bridge. You I, don't deserve that. Uh, and yet but I you did kind of piss I me did. off. I called you Bridge the very first time <laughs> you were kidding. on the show, and you and I had not shared more than more than 15 <laughs> words in our history. Uh, uh, I did take liberties. No, 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 it's okay. That. But I like that take me to the bridge. Should we patent that? Should yes. We, should we make that yes, come on. Okay, we're going to keep the music. We're going to keep the segment. Big sigh of relief from me, and let's start this thing. <laughs> let's talk about the kickoff game, Lions and Chiefs. I think a lot of people were expecting maybe Bengals mm -hmm. and Chiefs, uh, maybe Jets and Chiefs after all of the talk this offseason. And yet here we go with Lions and Chiefs in our production meeting earlier today. Our esteemed director, Jose Collins, said, I'm scared by this. He is a Chiefs fan, Ooh. and he is frightened by this and honestly for me that's the best advertisement I have heard for the Lions and Chiefs that a Chiefs fan is worried about this matchup. For a lot of people, Bridget, this struck them as somewhat disappointing. What? Somewhat of an anticlimax. Tell all the doubters out there why they are wrong, why this is the best way for this NFL season to start. You know why I love schedule release and I love before the season starts is because Everybody is 0-0 right now. There is, you know, your team, even if you're going to finish in last, dead last, number 32 out of 32, right now, make me believe that you are a winner. 
and the Detroit Lions, Dan Campbell is making us believe he is a winner. They're in prime time for a reason. I feel like we're in a, you know, we're talking about the Giants. We're talking about the Jets. We're talking about the Lions. Yes. I don't know what universe we're in, but come on. <laughs> let true. Literally, what year let this? the Lions be the Lions. Or maybe not be the Lions. Maybe be the Lions of 2023. Let Dan Campbell prove to all of us what he's been doing the past couple of years is worth it. I love this challenge and maybe even catch the Chiefs, you know, sleeping. Yeah, absolutely. I think if you're it's going a great to play the Chiefs, they saw that the Chiefs were on their schedule. They recognized that as an opportunity. Uh, why not get that opportunity? Why not deal with it right away, week one? And yes, maybe you're it's right. Maybe be on that Thursday, they too can high. catch them sleeping yeah. a little bit, a little hungover from their <laughs> Super Bowl win. Too um, high, high scoring offenses, too. It's going to be. Doubt. As an NFL fan, don't you want to see? Don't you want to see that? I do. Uh, let's set a point total for that one. We don't do that here. Let's set a point <laughs> total for that one. I'm going to set the point total at, okay, if I were to say, if I were to say 65, which is massively high for, you would never see that number in Vegas. Uh, I'm going over. You're going over. I'm going over. I think, if and we I were think to do you that, might be right. Lions and Chiefs. Bridget Condon says that isn't just a good game. That is potentially a great game. Cannot miss it. Do not miss it. We will. I feel like a cheerleader right now. I'm not saying anything. I'm your cheerleader (laughs) because I love the enthusiasm you're bringing to the show today. Question number two which quarterback? uh, Let's get that music again. Uh, Take him to the bridge. Perfect. Love that. Okay, here we go. Which quarterback matchup are you most excited to see? A lot of good ones to choose from. 250 some games. What's the one that stands out to you on the schedule? I'm going CJ Stroud against Bryce Young. Young is. Texans visiting the Panthers. I love this. We got a number one, number two facing off. Welcome to the National Football League, Bryce Young. The Houston Texans aren't messing around, guys. This is the first time that Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud will face off, which when you think about that, Ohio State, Alabama, you're like, how? But them two have never faced off. They both grew up in Southern California. They're friends. I love this for them. I love the opportunity C.J. Stroud has to go into Carolina and say, hey, are you sure you made the right decision? And all the fans out there from both respective teams who wanted the other one that they took. Now, look, this is the thing about the draft. We don't know how these quarterbacks are going to pan out. So many times the first taken quarterback does not do what the team hopes that they would do. Well, now you're literally putting your top two picks against each other and seeing who can ball out. I love that. And this is just an opportunity for either of them to prove their worth. Circle the date. It's week eight. It's October 29th at 1 p.m. Eastern. C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, that is in Carolina, the Texans and the Panthers. Can't wait for that one. Question number three. This is a five-part answer. Are you ready? Deep breath. Take them to the bridge. The five games. You will feel a modicum of FOMO if you don't cover this season. What are Bridget Condon, the blue chip assignments for NFL reporters this season? If you could only choose five, which is unfair of me to ask you to do, but if you could only choose five, what would they be? In reverse order, hit me with it. Okay, clip this off. Send it to my boss, please. Just at least one of them. Uh, So number five, Eagles at Patriots week one, September 10th. Right out they the gate. They are right out the gate. Tom Brady will be there. Eagles Patriots week one, September 10th. Let's go! This is going to be insane. As somebody who grew up 20 <laughs> minutes from Gillette Stadium, first of all, right. New England in September? 
It's beautiful. Like, take a trip to the Cape for it's Labor Day. Gorgeous. Stay in New England. Go to the game. The fans are going to go crazy. Tom Brady back in Foxborough. Yes, he was there last season, but not on great terms. He was still with the Bucks. Right. Now he is here being recognized for all that he did for the Patriots. What it did is he going do? To... And, uh, did he do a few things? Uh, a few things. I don't know. Ask Bill Belichick. He... It is going to be so emotional, and that's one of my favorite things as a reporter. Yes, we love the talent. That's amazing. But the emotion, when a game has something that is tied to it, and you can just be in the crowd and you have chills watching this, that's why I became a sports reporter, because it's so much more than the number at the end of the day. It is the stories, and this is an incredible story. The Eagles defeated the Patriots in 2017. Now, I mean... The Patriots have to win this game for Tom Brady. Yeah, if first they, of all, you're right. You're right. In terms him, of just the game, you got to win this one they fast. They lose this, which is going to be a tough game. Let's Very be real. Tough game. But oh god, that is just going to be one of those moments that you'll remember the rest of your life. Uh, Mac Jones with a new offensive coordinator, uh, Jalen Hurts, beginning the defense of the NFC crown, and yet. The story really will be. What are we thinking? Is this going to be pregame, halftime, probably all I of think the above? Pregame. Pregame. I would okay, think. So I mean, halftime because if they're losing, that's so awkward. Okay, so let me ask you. You're the reporter in the field. You do this for a living. Ooh. Uh, where, if you could pick oh. anywhere to be, is it in the tunnel with Tom before he walks out? Is it on the field? Is it in the press box? Where are you positioning yourself if you can choose as a reporter if on I can, that day? If I can choose as a reporter. I'm on the field with Tom Brady doing an interview with him just before this happens. Amazing. Uh, Mike Yam, the esteemed, the uh, suddenly interruptive, is that a word? Mike Yam has walked into the room. Mike Yam, what the hell are you doing here? Finally, those shoes work with one of your outfits. They've been fighting all the other suits. I think you look Get out every day. All right, we love you. Okay, so week one Eagles and Patriots in Foxborough on Tom Brady Tribute Day. Okay, that's the first game. That's number five on your list. Let's go to number four. This is the five games that Bridget Condon says are the blue chip assignments for NFL reporters this season. Number five was the Tom Brady Tribute Day week one. Number four is what? Number four is week nine, Miami against Kansas City in Germany. Oh, yes. Tyreek says he wanted to throw up the deuces at Arrowhead. He will not get his wish. <laughs> it will not be in KC. It will be in the Wallstadion, known as the Deutsche Bank Stadium in Frankfurt, Germany. Why is this one so delicious? Well, first of all, because you got to take out the passport. Who doesn't want, love a little international travel? I just got mine renewed. Stamp I'm it. all ready. And... To have this high-caliber game internationally is amazing. Tyreek Hill leaving the Chiefs was massive, and he now has a chance to save Patrick. Hey, don't you miss me? Look what I can do. And the and the keep in mind he left, and then the Chiefs won a Super Bowl without him. So I think there's a lot of animosity. But keep in mind the Chiefs. You know, they got some new pieces, too. So I'm, they lost some of their receivers after the offseason. So I don't know. This is maybe Tyreek Hill's moment. And week nine, I love this selection from you because week nine, we're going to know what the Dolphins are. We're going to know what the Chiefs are, these incarnations of these teams in 2023. There will be no excuses by week nine. And the fact is, okay, you were on the field interviewing Tom Brady in, in the first game. Where are you in this game? Are you in the end zone waiting what for What a Tyreek season it's going to be for to, me. To throw up the deuces? Where are you on this field? Oh. At the Wallstadion. They'll probably look. 
I'll just be happy to be in the stadium, probably in the press box. Copy that. Uh, game <laughs> number three. Number three on the list is what? Okay, another Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes visiting the New York Jets. There Week it is, MetLife. Wow. First meeting. Can you believe it? First meeting between Mahomes and Rodgers. Mahomes, I found this tweet from 2020. We'll have it in this TA show if you want to go check it out. Mahomes put up this tweet and said it was one of the craziest throws that he's ever seen Aaron Rodgers do. And it's funny to me because how many times has Patrick Mahomes made a throw and you're like, Countless how times. did he Countless do that? Times. Yes, you're so right. So we are having the how did he make that throw versus the how did he make that throw go against each other? This is going to be great. Patrick Mahomes is the younger generation, right? Aaron Rodgers, the older generation. It's a passing of the torch. It is idol versus mentor versus mentee. Yes. It is going to be great football. And who's going to have the best cat, the best throw? That's very interesting. Uh, you're right. Can't wait for that one. That one is week four, Chiefs and Jets at MetLife. And Bridget's right. This is the first time. It doesn't seem possible, but it's true because we've had two opportunities to see Mahomes square off against Rodgers. But the first time around, Mahomes was injured. The second time around, Aaron Rodgers was suspended for that COVID situation. So this really becomes the first. And something else that you intimated, and I want to put a finer point on it, Patrick Mahomes, when he came out of college, was asked, who did you model your game after? His answer, reflexively, no hesitation, Aaron Rodgers. This is exactly what Bridget just said. This is his idol. The idol has an idol, and it's Aaron Rodgers. Can't wait for that one. Okay, game number four, what you got? All right, I got Aaron Rodgers' debut with the Jets. Hosting the Bills week one, Monday night. Prime time, baby. On. So I'm going to be in, I mean, this is perfect. I'm going to be in Gillette on Sunday, then just travel over to New York. Love this for you. For the, love this for me, too. For the Jets week one, I mean, come on. Aaron Rodgers in a new uniform against Josh Allen. They're one and one against each other in matchups. This is just going to be two, again, two great quarterbacks, two high-scoring teams. And it's like, okay, Aaron Rodgers, okay, Jets, here we go. Here we go. Open the curtain because either you're going to get exposed or you're about to get a lot of bandwagon fans. I love this. You're absolutely right. Here we go. Show me what you've done. And exactly. You mentioned it before, the, the possibility that, yes, maybe the Jets are the team to beat in that AFC East now. Well, this is the first time to prove it. This is going to be called a measuring stick game, a chemistry experiment game, a divisional bragging rights game, yep. an early declaration of intent in the AFC East game. That game is week one, Monday Night Football, Bills and Jets. Mm, love it. Rodgers hosting this party. We can't wait to attend. Okay, I call that the fourth game, but it's really game number two yes. because you're going in reverse order. Yes. Okay, here's the big countdown. Take okay. me to the bridge. Game number one is... Joe Burrow against Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City, Week 17. Interesting selection there, Week 17, isn't I it? I know it is because I just am, am – I, I'm being very optimistic that everybody is healthy. Okay, yes. And we are like – going to knock on wood. Yes. You're hearing it now. I'm hearing it now. Would I have loved this to be like a Week 10? Yes. But this has so much – potential for being so pivotal this really could come down to who the number one AFC seed in the playoffs is this could be by time okay whoever wins this could be getting the first round by in the in the playoffs can we do I even need to explain the rivalry between Kansas City and Cincinnati I tell you what you don't but you do let's okay. go what do you got Orlando Brown Jr yes. hello yes. the left tackle yes Patrick Mahomes Rather line side protector yes. was just sent 
to Cincinnati? The bouncer in that club in KC got bounced, and now he's in Cincinnati. I covered a lot of Bengals games at the end of last season. I don't have the number in my head right now, but how many times was Joe Burrow sacked? A lot. A lot. Why was that? I mean, why did they lose the Super Bowl? Aaron Donald. Yes, absolutely. Now you have a left tackle in Orlando Brown Jr. protecting Joe Burrow. Oh, my God, I love this. And it just adds to the drama of this rivalry. Joe Burrow is 3-1 and one against Mahomes. Of course, that AFC championship last year, Mahomes won. And how did he do it? I don't know. Because he had, like, what, half an ankle? He had half an ankle. He was <laughs> limping around. And let's not forget, I, th I love that you're pointing to that game because, obviously, that's exactly right. That's the last time we have seen these two teams pitted against each other. There it was in the AFC Championship game. The, the stage couldn't have been brighter. It couldn't. The stakes couldn't have been higher. And we talk about that game as a, don't forget, they were disrespecting Mahomes. They were disrespecting Arrowhead, they being the Bengals. They called it Burrowhead yep. because Burrow mm. really did have, yep. until that point, point the Chiefs number yep. he didn't play poorly in that game mm -hmm. don't forget it was 20 to 20 late in that game it was a field goal to win it and as much as we talk about revenge games we've talked about revenge games when, when looking at the schedule over these last couple of weeks based on what we expected to see yesterday and that we knew was coming yesterday I want to call out the name Joseph Asai because mm -hmm. Joseph Asai of course was the young man who was left mm -hmm. in tears wearing white on that Bengals sideline when that kick finally went through that Butker, the game-winning kick from mm -hmm. Butker to win that AFC Championship game. Because don't forget, he was the one who was guilty of hitting Mahomes out of bounds late in that game, gave them that extra 15 yards to put Butker in a perfect position Oof. to kick that game-winning kick. He's trying to run for the first down. He goes out uh, of bounds, and the Bengals no! push him after no! he was out of bounds. Multiple flags Ugh. are going to tack 15 yards onto this play. Eight seconds left in regulation, and with that penalty, the Chiefs will be in field goal range. Man, you have to be more aware. This football team has got a lot of awareness, not on that play. When I think about guys who have been torn up all season and hoping yep. for a chance at redemption, it's not about Burrow. It's not about guys like that. It is about guys like Joseph Asai, and I can't wait for him to have the opportunity to maybe I don't have a horse in the race. I just want a great game where everybody's healthy. But if I had to choose, I would choose a Bengals win. Why? For somebody like Joseph Asai, mm. that maybe he makes the game-winning play. Maybe it's a pick. Maybe it's a sack. Maybe it's a pass defense. Joseph Asai, we are thinking about you today. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I hope that you get a chance to prove that in week 17, which is Bridget Condon's number one game of the five that she would love to be either a fly on the wall or a reporter Not on the a fly field, on the wall. Come on, a reporter, reporter on the checking field. out Kansas City's uh, new airport. The five best games <laughs> that she would love to cover in the 2023 season. Amazing. Thank you so much. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish spring body wash and bar soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.
You are listening to NFL Total Access, the podcast. Andrew Levy with Bridget Condon. Bridget, I have only one more question for you. I wouldn't be surprised if the 2023 season ended like what? Oh, my goodness. It's way too early. It's impossible to answer. It's ridiculously unfair to well, ask. You want me to pick there, my I've Super Bowl champion? I don't know. I don't know that I really want you to do that. Here's the thing. Okay, I wouldn't be surprised I, if... If two teams are playing in the Super Bowl that have not been there in the past five years. I love this for us. I love this for us. Two teams that are playing in the Super Bowl, let me try to figure this out, that haven't been there in the last five years. Yeah. I would okay. say 10, but I need to look at the list. Understand. So, okay, so suddenly uh, fans no of the Dallas Cowboys just perked up. <laughs> Fans of the Detroit Lions. Detroit Lions just perked up. Fans of the Bengals. Jets? No, Bengals have played in the Super Bowl. That was across the street a couple years ago. Fans of the Jets. Uh, fans Bills? of the Vikings. Fans of the Bills. Yes. Come on. Oh, I love this for us. I love this for us. I love if this, this happens, us. we got to find this. What is the date? May 12th? May 12th. It's not going to happen. And people are going to tweet this out and yell at me. But it's okay. Look, we can dream. That's the thing about schedule release. We're all dreaming. Well, here's the thing. I'm a writer for a reason. I have crafted the language to cover you. I wouldn't be surprised if <laughs> is how the, the sentence started. Okay, thank Keep you. Keep in mind, listener, she did not say, I guarantee you that. No, 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 no. I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if. I wouldn't be surprised if I beg for you to be on the show next week. Bridget Ooh. Condon, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. I got to get my uh, NFL of the podcast ready for next week. <laughs> Something better's coming. You got to tune in. I want to thank today's very special guest, Bridget Compton, and I want to invite the listener to join us on Monday. On Monday, when we go through this seemingly possible stretch for the Jets and this seemingly never-ending road trip for the Giants, we are going to go game by game, win by win, and yes, loss by loss, picking the schedule from top to bottom for the G-Men and Gang Green. Take care of you. Take care of your crew. We will see you on Monday. Till then, ciao for now. NFL Total Access is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.